Are you a prepper or homesteader looking to connect with like-minded people in your area? Looking to start your own preparedness group? Already have a group? Well, look no further than PrepperNet. PrepperNet is dedicated to personal responsibility, individual freedoms, and being self-reliant. PrepperNet has monthly meetings in over 100 cities where you can meet and learn with like-minded people in your area. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. Find us online at PrepperNet.com. When you don't go to Geico.com, car insurance can be confusing. Like, Swedish techno confusing. Bark, bark, meow, meow. Dance with me, purple cow. Bark, bark, meow, meow. Ooh, you lovely cow. Geico makes it easy. With 24-7 access, all you have to do is go to Geico.com and you can save money on car insurance. It just makes sense. Unlike, you know. Dance with me, purple cow. I like your moves. Prepper's Asylum is the premier preparedness outfitter. They carry in stock and ship direct the products you're looking for. MREs, freeze-dried food, Kelly kettles, water filtrates, first aid and trauma kits, stoves, personal protection, self-defense supplies, and more. Prepper's Asylum are people just like you and I. Find what you're looking for and use promo code PBN at checkout to receive 10% off. That's promo code PBN for 10% off at PreppersAsylum.com. You've just joined the Prepper Broadcasting Network, where we promote self-reliance and independence. The views and opinions expressed are strictly those of the host or their guests. Visit us in the interactive chat room at PrepperBroadcasting.com. Welcome to the Prepping Academy. My name is Forrest Garvin, and I have Kyle. Well, he's dialing in, so he'll be here in a few minutes. But, uh, hey, I appreciate everybody joining us. Hey, you can um, follow us at preppingacademy.com. That's preppingacademy.com. If you're on Blog Talk Radio, please jump over to the Prepper Broadcasting Network right now, and you can join into the chat room, even though I'm not there. I told you guys I'd be at live from Prepper Camp, and here I am. But again, if you're at um, Blog Talk Radio, jump over to PrepperBroadcasting.com. G-Man and several people being there in the chat room, and G-Man and I have a a connection that we can we can talk. So, um, hey, we are live at Prepper Camp. I am standing on a hill looking at many tents, people walking all around me. This is fabulous you absolutely have to join go to one of these prepper camps in your area this one is in saluda north carolina there'll be 1,000 preppers here tomorrow 
Um, today was like a kickoff on Friday. It's never the biggest day, but tomorrow we'll have 1,000 preppers. We have about 250, if you count all the guests, speakers, the vendors. So it's about 20 or 1,200 people, 1,250 prepping people gathered in one campground in Saluda, North Carolina. It is awesome. Like and the loudest people. one. And the loudest oh, one you? there. That is me, man. The loudest Wait, one there. Welcome to the show. Hello. I They're going to tell you to quiet down, aren't they? Yeah, man. It's been a rough day, man. It's been, I got to tell you some stories, but we got to talk about your conspiracy theory of the week first. But My I got conspiracy theory. Okay. Your conspiracy theory of the week. I, on, all right. I actually, be a have good a, I actually have a personal conspiracy theory for the week that, you know, I, I didn't even have a chance to run by this week. I have some family up north um, who does, like, some hotel management and stuff like that, and it's been kind of a mystery to us. Um, really small town, but they've had FEMA officials up there for the past three months. So they were getting ready to check out the other day, and, you know, my aunt, knowing me, Knowing conspiracy theories, we talk about everything like that. She threw out a bunch of these questions for these folks at FEMA, and they were actually very blunt with her, and even said that you know the coffins—that's all real. That's preparing for a mass casualty event within the United States. They were Wait up there for—you're you're talking about all these coffins that you've seen on YouTube, and people yeah. have posted that and yeah. they're saying that they're coffins for for FEMA camps when everyone dies. Is that correct? Yeah. And honestly I never believed that because I did a lot of research and my understanding was that that came out of a DOD contract in the late nineties. Um I think like ninety nine that it was actually supposed to be for our um you know, our soldiers returning home, uh, you know, unfortunately who've fallen in the field, that those were per the military specifications for their coffins as the actual liners. And these coffins are for, like, more than one body. You could fit at least 20 people in these coffins if you see Uh, the size of them. I don't think it was 20. I think it was, like, five or six, depending on the size. But they're huge. Oh, yeah, they are. They're absolutely huge. Um, But he actually continued to go on to say, like, whatever they were doing up in that area, he basically said, you know, he was a prepper. This, This is a FEMA official. I don't know of... You know what rank he is, what he was doing. Okay. He actually, but he actually said he was a prepper, and he actually told her. He said, "If you're not storing food and shelter and all this stuff, you need to start immediately." So I I thought that was really interesting. You know, I could go on about you know Hillary and politics and everything else, but that was something you know close to home. Wow. And so you know, we have many FEMA officials here, and you would think, why would FEMA officials be at a prepper camp? Well, I mean, yeah. part of part part of FEMA, they do push, you know, things like, hey, you do need to have some food and water, disaster preparedness. They do have that arm um, of, of them, and that's why they're here and represented. So absolutely. But you're but so you're saying that this conspiracy theory, even Alex Jones has put that on his show and showed these coffins. Yeah, and you're and you're saying that you had it confirmed from a FEMA official. Yeah, and I mean my aunt's not the type. She she's never been a prepper. She's very skeptical of things. And I mean for me, I I tend to be very skeptical of things like that because I mean I've actually read no, the DOD contract. I, I am Kyle, very skeptical believe, of things. I do a lot of research. Every, you believe every 
conspiracy theory you hear until you <laughs> prove it's wrong. Hey, you know what? I may believe in conspiracy theories, but I'm not crazy. My mother did have me test it. And I okay. do have a 160 IQ, so that's all I'm going to leave. That. That's all debatable, including your mother loving you. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Kyle, we've been at Prepper Camp all day. Um, we didn't have – it wasn't a full day because Fridays, you know, people are getting here. But um, tomorrow we're supposed to have 1,000 preppers. We have about 200 vendors and speakers and volunteers that are kind of helped putting this on. And it was incredible days today. But I had several people come up to me and go, Kyle, I, I believe Kyle in this conspiracy theory. And then someone came, came up and said, I was, when, Kyle, when Kyle said that conspiracy theory, I started researching it. Forrest, do you really not believe that? And I'm like, it's like, Okay, this everyone comes up to me and talks about Kyle and his conspiracy theories, and it was hilarious. <laughs> and and I made yeah, fun of awesome. you, of course. Yeah. And I said, we well, you know if Kyle was here, he would whisper because he would think the grass has like microphones in there, and they would just laugh and go, Yeah. No, you, this is Kyle. Come on, this is conspiracy king Kyle. Yeah. So you know, but, but it's you know, I, I have to blame. My, my upbringing. I actually had a. Uh, hey, I mean, I still know this guy. He's actually one of the main factors um, for my prepping. Um, uh-huh. A close family friend of ours that you know I've known since I was a small child, and I can remember back in the 80s and 90s. You know, whenever I was just just a uh, you know a little squirt, even for like my preteen years, him talking about coming terror attacks in the United States. His father was a Saudi national, and his mother was American. Um, he was an airline pilot, but I can actually remember him even talking about stuff back in the early 90s about the technology being present in televisions that they could actually reverse those and view us in our living rooms. And now you even have the FBI director, Comey, coming out and admitting that technology exists. You know, and we may not have been as uh, advanced back then, but, I mean, I, I still that, – that was one of those people that I remember hearing stuff about back then. And kind of got me motivated wow. to get started with it. Now I heard, I have heard the conspiracy theory, and I learned that it was true that speakers can actually be turned into microphones, which is interesting yes. when you talk about what you're saying, because then yeah. you can reverse it, and it can. And so, that's very interesting, Kyle. You well, and he actually conspiracy told me. Theories. He actually told me whenever because he actually did television repair for years, and he told me that a lot of the older tube televisions did not have. <laughs> all the uh, capabilities to be able to do that with the video. They did with the microphones and the speakers, but whenever the flat-screen television started coming out, he told me absolutely hands down, don't buy them, because from what he could tell, taking them apart, doing repairs, everything was there that they would be able to view you. Well, they are smart TVs, and a lot of them do have cameras, and some of them you can even speak to. And when you speak to them and give it a command – there has to be some kind of technology that, yes, I agree with you on that. I'm not sure about the old tube that I used to watch Andy Griffith on, you know, growing yeah. up, that they could spy on me. That sounds like 1984. Think, you know, the boxes yeah, I mean, they had in the book, 1984, where yeah. people would, you know, they could spy on people and then speak to you as well? Absolutely. Yeah. So I had to reread that book because a lot of people always, you know, were talking about that recently. And I'm like, okay, let me reread that. And I read it and I'm like, wow, that I've was been thinking the same amazing. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
So you're what's that um, that song? Um, someone's watching you. You always think someone's watching you, right? No, I, I mean, it, it, at the end of the day, I think uh, they're too irresponsible and unfocused and too much bureaucracy to really worry about me. I think they have these giant supercomputers, you know, out west that store all our information and all that stuff, like uh, prison program, um, you know, things that Snowden talked about. But, you know, ultimately, I, I don't let it worry me too much. Right. Now, one thing to Prepper Camp that I've heard many people talk about, and I wanted to this kind of goes right into that, is people mm-hmm. are saying as a whole in many classes, because there's some, you know, I'm teaching a couple of technology classes here, which is interesting. You know, prepper camp, preppers, technology usually don't mix a lot because we try to get away from technology, but you can actually use technology if you have it and it works for good. Yes. So, you know, and so, but one of the big overriding conversations this weekend is that the government is collecting data all data yeah they not might not be might not be able to use it currently um but they're capturing every phone call that's made every website click Mm -hmm. every medical everything they're capturing and storing the data and people have been doing research like network analysis on the internet and can, can like almost find a traffic flow of going into these internet data centers that government agencies deny that they have. Yeah. Nothing comes out, just all this massive, you know, data goes in. And so the question here at Prepper Camp, some of the things that we've been discussing is when can they use this information? Can they use it now? What are they looking for, and why are they storing this information? Well, there's another question people should be asking is what can they manipulate? Um, a lot of digital information can easily be manipulated. I think, you know, you and I have even talked about, I believe, the um, the program that was developed at a college university, and they actually went back and they were able to basically sync someone else's face up to a pre-recorded program. So say that they would actually have maybe me scanning my face using Vladimir Putin or President Obama's face, and they could actually change the facial expressions because it was all it was all digital. Right. Um, and it would do it during real time. So you could actually have what you believe is the President of the United States making a speech, and he, he might be sleeping in his bed. And they can be spouting well, out anything they want to because I think they only need like a two-minute recording of someone's voice to do a you know a voice analysis and create a program for that. Um, so that that's kind of like more one of my bigger concerns is what they can use. I mean, not necessarily like guys like you and me. I don't they don't care really about us. We're not doing anything illegal. We're trying to help people. Um, but you know, if someone say say like a guy like Glenn Beck, you know, very outspoken individual about government policies, politicians, uh, foreign diplomacy. Who's to say someone can't get a recording from him, go back, right. you know, totally rewrite what was said and set him up for a crime? Oh, huh. You know, that, that's more my concern is, is things of that nature. Now, as far as yeah, that, I mean, that, that goes – go ahead. Go ahead. No, I mean, what would stop them from doing something like that with Trump since the media, the government, everyone's against Trump to go back and manipulate videos – to make him look like he said things and it could change, swing the election. Yeah, absolutely. 
But, I mean, a lot of this even goes back to last year whenever Jade Helm was taking place. There was a lot of information that was coming out that Jade, people were trying to figure out what exactly this Jade Helm was. And there was a few people that came out, especially whistleblowers, and I would totally believe this based on the computer capability that we have today, that the system of operations that was being put in place was actually a command structure that based on all the information that was being gathered through programs like PRISM would give our military a real-time live command decision as opposed to having to wait for your commanding officer to give you orders. Um, you would now have a live feed of information that would flow to you house by house and give you predictive information, like precognition basically, of how a person would react what weapons they have in the home, what affiliations they have, all that sort of information. And, and I mean, while it does have good real-time applications for maybe the ATF or the DEA, stuff like that, shutting down illegal operations, it could very easily be turned and used against innocent civilians. Right. Wow, this is like conspiracy theory night. Goodness, you're you're taking over the show with these conspiracy theories, man. <laughs> Yes, but, I mean, I, know, I did kind of warn that. I mean, you are here, but I did kind of warn did. that in, in, yeah, in the, uh, the write-up. But you know what? At Prepper Camp here, people, are, they're coming to learn, but it's amazing. I'll sit back and watch people start talking. They just met each other for the first time. They start talking. Mm-hmm. And one of the, one, I mean, here it's a little bit more open than you would say you'd meet someone on the streets. So some of the first questions some of these people have when they meet each other would be, hey, um, what, do you, what are you prepping for? And I'm, yeah. and I'm sitting back kind of stunned and waiting for the answer, and I'll listen. And some say the economy, and that's kind of the big, the big one. But all your little conspiracy theories that you've been believing and talking about on the show, mm-hmm. you know, people, people are saying this, and people are saying this. The, the government's going to take our rights away. The government's going to do the Agenda 21 book and – all yeah. this kind of stuff, and I'm like, oh my gosh, Kyle, this would be heaven for Kyle to be here. He needs to be one of the speakers and just <laughs> speak about all the, you know, how to how to how to control all the conspiracy theories that you believe. <laughs> well, you, you know, one of the things I often think is, I mean, you know, obviously I try to do research on anything that comes up because it is a theory. Nothing is really proven fact until, you know, maybe the government itself comes out and admits things. And they don't usually come out and just say, hey, we did this. It usually comes out through the Freedom of Information Act. And usually that takes, you know, 10, 15 years, maybe longer. Unfortunately, we want that information now. But one of the perspectives people have to have is, you know, while we hear all these conspiracy theories, the government does control the flow of information. The CIA can use propaganda. Um... So you have to ask yourself, whenever you watch, you know, mainstream media or even alternative media, is are there things that you're being told that are part of a psychological operation? Because whenever you get into prepping and you start learning about all the things that, I mean, you know, probably a lot of people are talking about and I talk about every week, what what is real and what is being used to intimidate you and to, to really make you fearful for your life? Because when someone's afraid for their life and they're not feeling empowered, they become more paranoid, they break down, their life starts to crumble, and they might not have any fight left in them for the things that really do matter. I mean, look how many preppers are closet preppers and are afraid to go out and speak to other people about it 
out of fear that you know the government's listening, something like that. Whereas right. that might that might be nonsense. That might be a psychological operation just to make you fearful, so that you're not going out there and getting other people involved in it. Hey, let's take a quick break. Are you a prepper or homesteader looking to connect with like-minded people in your area? Looking to start your own preparedness group? Already have a group? Well, look no further than PrepperNet. PrepperNet is dedicated to personal responsibility, individual freedoms, and being self-reliant. PrepperNet has monthly meetings in over 100 cities where you can meet and learn with like-minded people in your area. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. Find us online at PrepperNet.com. True, and that's exactly the reason I created the Carolina Prepper Network. Meetups throughout the Carolinas where people can sit across the table and the sense of relief when you see another prepper sit across the table with three other preppers and they go, you guys have a bug out bag? And they go, yeah. Or you yeah. guys are, you know, what kind of what kind of food do you store? Do you do raised rabbits? And it's like a sense of relief that they look across the table and they go, wow, there are other people like me. And that's yeah. one of the things that's kind of, that's kind of one of my passions. And you know, this is getting people across the table to come out of that closet because the more we make this mainstream, the more people and the better prepared, the more people you meet, the more friends you meet, the better prepared we'll be as, as a society. And it, it, there's, I won't say peace about it, but there's comfort to know, hey, I got a friend, John, Tom, Donna, this, you know, a half mile down the street. They think exactly like me. If something happens, I can go down there and we can discuss it and determine what we should do. Yeah. And that's huge. And that's prepper camp is kind of like that. Prepper camp this year, they have a thousand people coming in from every nation, from not every nation, from every state in the continental United States is going to be here. Mm -hmm. So 48 states, people are going to be here, but a vast majority of them are from the Carolinas, Tennessee, and Virginia. I'm at Pennsylvania today. I mean, Maine, Texas. It's crazy, but it's almost like summer camp for kids when they're away from their parents. You know what I mean? And, and they can kind of yeah. act the way they really are and talk about the things that they want to do with their, you know, friends they're just meeting for the first time. It's really cool. Now I'm standing right now up on a hill and down below me is a lake and there's tents that all the training happens. And then I see mm-hmm. beyond that, I see like what they call vendor row where all the vendors, they have goods you can buy and sell. And the vendors actually sleep at their tents. And then there's so I see on the left over here, people are like shining flashlights, checking out different flashlights. The guy has like all these high power flashlights. And then I okay. see down near the ri- down near the river, these guys are got some night vision goggles, and people are looking through the night vision goggles for the very first time. And and I can't see their eyes because I, I they could probably see me, but I can just I just know they're down there and I see them doing it. But this is this is cool. This people need to get out. They need to get out of the closet and meet other preppers and come to things like this. Absolutely. You know, I, I just sitting here thinking about it and talking about the perception kind of reaches me that this is, you know, prepping in all honesty, it's 
kind of like a, a civil rights movement, it's probably the most important one. It's not, you know, progressive, liberal nonsense. This is this is really about us having our, our own freedoms and empowering ourselves and getting back to our constitution and things that actually matter in life. Not focusing in on the, the non essentials and you know, mass media control and what Beyonce did this week, for love of God, I don't care. But you know what I'm saying. Right. Right. And so the topic of discussions here, past the conspiracy theory, I mean, yeah. people are talking about raising rabbits. People are talking about blacksmithing. People are talking about homeschooling. I mean, these yeah. are things, this is back to the basics. These are old school ideas. People are like, hey, we just want to start taking care of ourselves. We don't want to rely on a government, a community, really, just kind of our our family, our, not really ourselves, but groups. We we can do this. And no matter what happens, we want to be in a position where we can survive. And that's, I mean, the military takes that response. I mean, every, every that's the instinct of an animal is to survive. Yeah, and why and why people would be against this, the government, this could only make America greater. I think that this happens. Absolutely. I mean, we don't and need to be outsourcing everything. We need to be doing things here at home. I mean, imagine how much money we would save just in the agricultural department if people were actually growing their own food. And how much we wouldn't have. Here. Oh, absolutely, and we wouldn't be, you know, sending. I mean, like, right now, it amazes me. I can go into my local food line and pick up an orange sometimes, and it will actually say it's from South Africa. How fresh can that possibly be? Wow. I don't know. Well, tonight I sat with a, a, a husband and wife. They fed me dinner. They were, they're Jewish, and they were celebrating the Sabbath. Awesome. I apologize. There's a name for that. But she, it was... Um, it was vegan, which I'm not a vegan. I like meat. Um, trust me. Yeah. And it was it was so good. The, everything was homegrown and hand cooked, and it, it was so good. I didn't even miss the meat. And I, I actually, someone said that. And I'm like, wait a second. There was no meat in this. I do have one question. How exactly okay. does? How exactly do you hand cook food? Do you like rub your hands together really fast, like get warm, and then yeah. you like? Oh my word! Yeah. You, okay, you know what I'm Which, talking. Being about. yeah, I know. Being <laughs> Jewish, so they had to cook. They cooked all their food today for tomorrow as well because they can't cook tomorrow. Absolutely. But it was an honor to sit there with Jewish people, even at prepper camp, and and they invited me to you know partake in their um, their celebration. And um, that Very was really cool. cool. And um, it, being, it being vegan and it very good, I had no complaints whatsoever. So, <clears throat> well, we're cool. coming so tell up me, with... Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell me, like, what's the, you know, obviously I'm not there this weekend. What's kind of the, the mood overall with Prepper Camp? I mean, I know these folks are having fun. They're getting out there, they're seeing new products, what they need to buy, having these conversations. But, I mean, a lot of people right now, I mean, I've had even over the past two weeks, a lot of friends and family questioning me. Like, they feel like, almost like you get that feeling in your gut, like something's getting ready to happen. Is there any sort of, like, sense of urgency at Prepper Camp? Like, people were like, I need to get this done and get this done. Or is it just kind of that everyone's having fun? 
Well, that's very interesting. I'm glad you asked that question because I was, I, you know, I was trying to lay back and kind of see what the feel is. I can tell you this. It's almost like an ex- excitement. Like if we had a football team, people were excited to be here. Yeah. And so far today, most of the I would say most of the people I met are pretty experienced preppers, meaning they're not doing their bug out bag. They they finished that years ago. You know, they're not putting their first year. These, I mean, the ones I met today, I, I would say there's probably 400 here today. Maybe okay. and you know, be you know the whole crowd will come tomorrow, but it was there was an excitement around people and people were meeting people, like they were like, oh, you're from so and so, I'm from so and so, and there was nothing like they weren't holding their cards back. It was they were meeting people for the very first time, and I could see the excitement on their face here, and that was really cool. Now, are they anticipating something to happen? It's interesting. I one of the classes I taught, I I'll, I purpose, I have questions I'm going to ask them as right before as I'm doing my I introduce myself and I say, hey, I got a question I want to ask you guys. This has nothing to do with this class, but I just want to get the general feeling. Mm-hmm. I said, if you guys ever sit here and ever think, wow, I can't wait for EMP to happen so I can put into practice everything I learned. What do you think the answer was? Yes. That's what I thought it was going to be. I don't really recall one person saying, raising their hand, saying yes. They are all really? like, no. And that surprised me. Maybe I thought people go really sick. Yeah, I thought they would go, yeah, let's get this on. Let's, let's get this going. And they weren't. They were kind of reserved, saying, no, we'd rather not that happen. That's no. We and what I took from that is almost their love for America and for other people. Yes. Even even though they're prepared and they're yeah. ready for it, they don't wish that on anyone. Which is sometimes I can't say I'm that good of a person because sometimes I wish, come on, let it happen now. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it comes out as like you know, it's it's a sickness or it's a wrong thought to have. But it's almost like, <laughs> excuse me. It's almost like you you see someone doing something wrong, and you kind of just want them to learn the lesson. Right. You you can say it all you want, and they're not going to learn it. So sometimes, you know, bad things happen to people who don't, you know, heed God's warning or heed others' warnings and things like that. Um, So it's it's not that I want to see anyone harmed. At the right. end of the day, depending on what happens, it might be for the you know the bettering of the nation, the bettering of the world. Um, true, true. I understand my, where you're my, coming from on that. My my hope is is that prepping gains enough momentum, and people do you know like we've been talking about, they get out there, they start making more connections, building groups, and grow it into something that's really going to help change the nation. You know, for years, I've had so many people, and I hate whenever I hear this, people are talking about, oh, we need another revolution. It's like people forget that we've ever had a renaissance. And I, and I really think right. that's what America needs now. And that's, 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 to me, what the prepper movement needs to be. It needs to be an American renaissance, a, a returning, a coming together of minds, um, you know, morally, educationally, in, in all aspects across our nation. Um but if that's not going what? to happen in looking at society, 
we are heading towards that collapse. What do you think will take us to get to that? What I mean, what will will it be a hack on our infrastructure? Would it, uh, would it be government using their power um, and people finally standing up saying, "Wait, stop! You can't do that"? Or what? What will that cause? Trigger that? Mm, I, I I don't think it will be anything where the people actually stand up. If the people stand up. It's it's not going to be pretty in any which way because I mean a lot of the elements that we see today you know I think I've discussed with you where it's uh, we're repeating what happened in Germany where there's a rise in socialism communism and nationalism um, unfortunately nationalism tends to be the last thing that you really see in a nation and over the past several years we've seen a rise in that um, even within the prepping community and, and you know I'm not going to knock people for national pride American through and through that's awesome. Um, but we need to be really careful about that, too, and remind ourselves that these things are all on the same coin. We are supposed to be operated as a republic, and we, we we need to learn to be coming together, having controlled conversations, open dialogues, and I, I honestly I don't see that happening. So if anything is going to happen in the country, I honestly think it's probably going to be full-on economic collapse, and I really pray. I mean, you know, I, I told you I've been binge-watching Jericho and going through that because I've never seen that show before. Um, you know, my wife and I have been talking about it, just kind of hoping that things would turn out that way, that it would be almost like small communities and small groups that would gather together and help out other folks, right. strangers even, you know, as, as they're trying to, to, you know, make ends meet. Um, that, that's the optimistic side. The realistic right. side of me says that, you know, and one of the reasons I asked about the anticipation, if anyone's been paying attention to the news over the past week, I mean, North Korea set off two nuclear bombs. They were talking about setting off possibly a third, I believe. Yes. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we still know that they have satellites going over the United States. There's a lot of rhetoric between uh, North Korea, China, Japan, um, it, turning into a very tense situation. So, I mean, you know, going back on some of our previous shows, we talked about multiple EMPs. And I was even thinking that today, you know, what would happen? And this was kind of a a unique thought for me. What would happen if we were struck by one EMP? Now, most of our silos are underground. I'm assuming that if they have the capability to nuke the entire square footage of the United States of America, we would respond with a nuclear attack. What would happen if one EMP was set off? followed immediately within an hour or 30 minutes or so by another EMP to disable any nuclear weapons that were fired off in response. Hmm. So once we respond, once we put a guard down cause, and we brought out our equipment and everything that was hardened and yeah. get ready to respond, boom, they'd hit us with another one. Yeah, we talked yeah. about that. And that's, you know, I think that in theory – I'm not sure. I mean, could, could a country actually have two EMPs ready to go against us? I'm not sure that they have. I think if they have one, I mean, they they can't test it. I mean, I agree that that there's possibly something up there floating, but to pull that off, the technology, gosh, that's. I mean, to pull one off, I think would be a miracle for North Korea. Well, keep in mind, I think it's impossible. 
keep in mind where North Korea gets a lot of its technology. It's not as though they have no relationships with Russia, China, or Iran. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they've caught the, the scientists going back and forth between Iran and North Korea, and I just read a news story here recently that said that they believe that North Korea has enough materials to construct, I believe, 20 warheads within the next year. Wow. Yeah, I, I read that as well. Yeah, so I, I, things things are gearing up to really look like World War Three could be sooner than later. And, I mean, you don't crazy? just have to worry about that. It, it is. You don't have to just worry about right. the EMP now. I mean, I've been thinking about building up more for nuclear, biological, and chemical attack stuff. I mean, whenever these bombs go off, you can still have radioactive fallout. Right. So. Hey, well, let's take a break. Absolutely. You man's ready in the um, control room for um, a couple of commercials. Um, thanks for joining the Prepper Broadcast Network. I'm Forrest. We got Kyle on the other end. We're going to take a quick commercial and we'll be right back. TheWonderMill.com, the best grain mills on the market, with the ability to mill several items that many grain mills will not. There are two grain mills to choose from, the WonderMill Electric. It's fast and gives you a vast variety of items it can grind. The Wonder Junior Hand Grain Mill can grind a wide variety of things that even some of the most expensive hand grain mills cannot, including oily grains, nuts, and seeds. Learn more about the most resourceful tool that you may ever own. See all the exciting things that Wonder Mill can do for you and what you eat at thewondermill.com. Hey, I'm Joe Alton, MD. I'm here to remind you that disasters can happen anytime, anywhere, and you need to know what to do in an emergency. The new 2016 third edition of the Survival Medicine Handbook is the essential guide for when medical help is not on the way. The Survival Medicine Handbook covers every issue you'll face in times of trouble, and it's all in plain English. Get the Survival Medicine Handbook at Amazon.com. I guarantee one day you'll be glad you did. We have exciting news. You can now afford to have your own freeze dryer. That's right. For the first time ever, it's possible to have a freeze dryer in your home. It was invented right here in America by HarvestRite. With this new appliance, you can freeze-dry your own food and it will last 25 years. Imagine freeze-drying fruit, vegetables, meat, and your own homemade meals. It's as easy to use as a microwave. Learn more about this amazing home freeze-dryer at HarvestRite.com. Again, that's HarvestRite.com. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the Prepping Academy. I'm Forrest. We got Kyle. Yep. You there? Here. Yep. Hey, we want to remind you about our giveaway. Um, we are giving away a SunJack solar panel. We're giving away some Sawyer water filters, um, tack bar, um, survival kit. And to enter, you just need to go to preppingacademy.com, and there's a, a tab there that says register to win. That's preppingacademy.com. Click on the on the tab, and what that will do is will it will enter you into the contest, and we will absolutely spam you. No, we won't spam you. <laughs> we will probably just send you reminders about our radio show. That's about the extent. And some weeks I don't even do it, and I need to because like at Pepper Camp I completely forgot about it. 
But enter to win, we got, I think that ends in two weeks. Is that correct, Kyle? Yes, that's correct. Yes, two weeks. So get your name in, and what will happen, we got a random selector. We'll pick the winner, and then I'll email them, get your address, and we'll send you the, the items. And there's several winners. So, again, join us at preppingacademy.com and register to win. And, hey, we, we – I'm pretty excited people just listening to our, our radio show. This is what our fifth, sixth week. Isn't it pretty exciting to Yeah, absolutely. To have, I, I won't say fans, but we'll say listeners that actually think that you know, some of the things we say are interesting. So that's I'm pretty I'm humbled by that and it's pretty exciting. Yeah. So Kyle, Definitely. I got a couple of questions for you. Go for it. So here's the question. So we talked about some of the conspiracy theories. We got the elections coming up. So, as preppers, as a community as a whole, what should we be doing individually? Yes, easy. That's easy. And, and hey, I apologize, guys. Kyle's hearing this question for the first time, <laughs> so <laughs> it's gonna be. <laughs> so this is live. But um, I apologize for the answer. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, as a community, what do we need to be doing? The preppers as a community need to be doing to prepare for some, some times that we think is going to be rocky in the near future? First and foremost, the biggest thing people need to be doing right now, I'm going to be honest, and it's, it's going to be brutal, they need to get out of the closet. They 110% need to be out there on a daily basis. I probably talked to maybe a dozen people about prepping, I mentioned the radio show. I mentioned doing consulting, variety of things, talk about firearms, whatever. You need to be eat, sleep, breathing this all the time because ultimately, at the end of the day, the only thing that's going to make your life easier, it's not going to be food, it's not going to be shelter, it's not going to be water, it's not going to be an AR-15, it's not going to be an M98 Parrot sniper rifle. It's going to be the people you have surrounded yourself with yes i give i agree with them cheering yeah they, yeah they are they're over cheering <laughs> they're in the, that's the vendor section they um they're over there getting ready to sing a song i believe but um Ooh. you know i thought that was going to be your second answer but you know okay. i know kyle i know kyle and i know your heart and i'm going to say this and this is not a religious program at all yeah but I think first and foremost, we need to kind of get back to some basics, some good old, some some Bible teaching and loving. And I think it's out of love that you go out and tell these people, hey, you know, America is not we we're vulnerable. We could fall. Yes. Things could happen. Why do you think America and our government is going to protect us and we're going to be the most powerful country in the world forever? How can you possibly believe that? And and you and you share it with these people, and you get out of the closet, and you tell people, and they're going to look at you as you're crazy. You're crazy. Yeah. You're nuts. You know what? I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm at yeah, Purple Camp. And I'm at Purple Camp, and you know what? I got 1,200 people here that are crazy and nuts too. Then I mean, we're not. We are, I think, the most level-headed people that I know. I mean, yeah. I don't care what religion, every religion, Mormons, Christians, they all have a sense of, hey, things are going to get bad, 
and you, it is pr- a prudent man. Prudent man prepares. People Precisely. go to college so they can have a degree, so they can get good jobs, so they can pay their bills. Those that 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 I mean, you know what I mean. You do preparedness in your entire life. Yep. So I thought you were going to go. I thought you were going to go the God route first, but you didn't. But still, it was a great answer. You know, honestly, the reason I I don't go the God route every time is because I've been exposed to, you know, a lot of preppers who are even you know pagan, atheist, agnostic. Um, they they run the gamut, and quite frankly, yes, I I think that whenever the crap does hit the fan, it's going to hit them right in the face. There are things that are going to happen that are undeniably, you're going to open up your Bible and be able to point to it and say, did you just see that? It's not going to be like turning on the news. You're going to be able to look at a book that, you know, this was prophesied about three, 4,000 years ago, and someone's going to go, oh, my God, now I get it. Might be a little late that you're getting it, but you know what? You're going to get it. So for right now, I just want to make sure people are mobilizing themselves, their friends, their families. You know, be passionate about it. Someone doesn't have to be a Christian or a Jew or a Muslim or any anything else. You don't need to worry about that right off the bat. They just right. have to start okay. getting the sense of reality, and it, it will come to them. Right. So, um, so today you worked. I was at prepper camp. I am um, still at work, believe it or not. Oh, you still at work? Are you really? That's amazing. I am still at work. I'm off the clock, but I have to be here to set the alarm, so I'm still at work. So McDonald's closes. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, I'll beat you whenever you get back. <laughs> yeah. So um, another question for you, if you don't mind. Yes, a, a, yeah, go ahead. A, a, okay. So today at Prepper Camp, a lot of people – we're talking about the economy. A lot of people were talking about the the um, the um, nuke explosions as well. Yes. Some other some people are. I think they're afraid that our government is just going to start controlling everything that we do, listen to it, and become like a police state, more so than yep. a collapse or a a World War Three or an EMP, they they're almost more afraid of a police state than they are some of the other things that can happen. What? How do you respond to that? How do we? How do we as Americans respond to that? To a police state? I mean, that is like. But anyway, I'll let you respond. Yes. It's it's kind of hard to uh, to buy people a certain peace of mind um, whenever it comes to stuff like that. Because, I mean, it, again, a lot of it goes back on the conspiracy theory. It goes back on how our military, how our police forces would respond. Honestly, for the active military guys, the police, everything that I know, the majority of these guys would not go along with anything revolving around a police state or martial law. Um, I, I'm not too worried about it for, you know, the most part. Okay. Does that, does that kind of answer? Yeah, it does, but are you not concerned with them 
some of the things you mentioned in the beginning about um, collecting the data, using the data, changing it, and and really, you know, driving people off to jail because they didn't like the way that they were acting against the government. And so they made them look like they were anti-government so they could and put them in jail. Yeah. I, I, I mean, again, I, I think it comes down to this thing where, you know, I, this is probably going to pull into the religious side of it. I, I have to kind of look at God's grace and things that I read in prophecy where it kind of comes down to, is that a possibility? Yes. Is it a logistical nightmare? Yes. Is there a government mm-hmm. irresponsible and usually incapable of pulling off such things? Yes. I mean, let's look back to Hurricane Sandy. You had the Red Cross handing out, what, blankets and freeze-dried food. No, 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 wait. That was No, they were feeding hot chocolate. That's what they were doing. Right. Um, so, so how am I going to be that worried about them being able to pull off something that large? And at the end right. of the day, America is the most well-armed nation in the world. What, what, are, what are you possibly going to do? Are you going to start going and knocking door-to-door? And you're going to demonize millions and millions of Americans trying to take their their firearms. I don't think that that's ever going to be possible. And that's why, again, I say a lot of this, I think, is a psychological operation to make people fearful. And, you know, and I've even thought before, wonder if the government actually knows that there are things going on and they're trying to make us fearful so that we do prepare. Wonder if it's not as bad as we really. They're not as bad as we really think they are. They look that way a lot of times, certain ones. But right. wonder if they're driving this panic in order to get people to prepare for something coming. Right. Yes. Okay. But am I am I worried about someone kicking in my door and saying, "We planted this on your computer and you're anti-government and all that"? No, because you know what, the majority of the people that I know that are into prepping, the majority of people you know, and I'm sure the. 400 people that are there with you or 1,000 that are going to be there with you this weekend, they would bleed red on the flag to make sure those stripes stayed red. Oh, I agree with that. That's for sure. Yeah. The cool thing is there, there are whole families here. Um, their grandpa, I mean, the, the whole, I mean, I've met so many grandfathers and the grandchild right together. It was, it's a really family-oriented piece. God loving, American loving group here. It's just cool. Hey, so we're going to start a new segment. Okay. This new segment is called, we're going to say this to the end of the shows, is What is Your Latest Prep? It could be something you purchased, something you purchased, something you put together. What is the latest thing Kyle has? Purchased or developed or whatever. I what is the you. latest? Okay, tell us. I got to tell you, I went out and bought this item this week, and it probably sounds really silly. Um, I have a bunch of propane tanks, the little small green ones, you know, the little Coleman ones that you can buy. Yep, um, yep. And I keep seeing these weed killers. And I don't, you know, I'm an organic heirloom seed guy. I don't like using pesticides. I might use vinegar or boiling water. But this thing has like a two-foot aluminum rod with an igniter. You pass the propane tank, and you burn the weeds. And I guess it has so many applications, but it is so fun. My, my wife was trying like to pull me. That sounds like a toy. You know what? It's not a toy if you consider about, <laughs> you know, 
starting a fire without, you know, wanting to reach your hand in there real quick, whatever, starting a larger brush fire, taking care of weeds. I mean, the, the little propane tanks, honestly, I probably got about two hours burning out of it, but I took care of all the weeds, like, everywhere. But, you know, of course, my wife was calling me a pyromaniac all weekend, but <laughs> I, didn't, I, I didn't start, you know, a large forest fire or anything. Keeps it well controlled, but... You know, something like that is going to have a lot of applications for me in the future, and it'll it'll make weeding very simple for me, um, starting fires, et cetera. I was even thinking about just keeping it in my truck. You never know when, you know, you might need that. That is hilarious. You'll probably turn that into some kind of flamethrower. I was thinking long, that, right? too. I didn't really want to say that, <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> Attach it to a, another hose so, with like a, so if a you pump go to sprayer your, your with gasoline. Right now, so if you go to your house right now, you got little burnt spots all over your yard, and your neighbors are going, what the heck happened over there? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's, right? there's a few. There's a few. I mean, hopefully most of it just going to wash it out. But, I mean, like the whole driveway is done. I mean, it looks nice. Sweet. Yeah. Well, my I mean, latest... there may be videos on my phone. Oh, awesome. My latest prep is simple to the core. Um, knowing that I was going to come here and camp, um, I purchased some more 550 cord. Okay. I know this basic, that's the bait, but I was going to have to hang some signs. We were fearing rain over the weekend. So there were, there were tarps that I would have to tie up and, you know, like over my tent and over my area and, you know, wind. So I was playing on like, you know, anchoring everything down. So I bought a bunch of 550 cord, just plain and simple, black, and I bought an orange. And when you ask, why did you buy orange? Why would you need? Well, because some of the items, <laughs> when you when you when you do like tent anchors, you don't want them black. You want people to be able to see them. You know what I mean? And yeah. so that was the basic what I purchased this week and. Guess where I bought them? I, I couldn't even guess. Walmart. Can you believe that? Ooh. Yeah, I know. I, I went to Walmart, and I'm like, I'm going to need some 550 cord. You can never have enough. And I went to Walmart and purchased 550 cord. And, yes, it's the real deal. And um, so that was my prep for the week. And Kyle's yours was a flamethrower. Great. I feel yes. really right. inadequate know, at this point. You know what? <laughs> I, I will say, though, I did invest in something else. I did, and this is something, you know, as, as a prepper, um, trying to look out for, you know, possibilities in the medical future, you know, events that come up, small things even. I went ahead and picked up more essential oils. I probably have about three to $400 worth of essential oils and some, you know, yeah, primary carrier oils to make right. things with. but. You know, just uh, learning recipes, everything from thyroid health to stress relief, stuff like that. And I got to say, they actually, they really do work. Um, so, you know, that's, that's another thing. It's not cheap to get into, but if someone is looking for alternative medicines, I would definitely take the time, read up on essential oils, and try to invest in that. Well, our mutual friend, Ellie Mental, is her, mm-hmm. it's her online name. She is here. And I did have dinner with her and her family tonight, and she's the essential oil queen. And she's been doing this before there were any, like, in the network marketing. She's been doing this for 30 years. She would yes. make her own. 
And you you know she is the real deal And she has been All weekend Because I've been you know I was sick And she's like you need this you need this And she's kind of been preaching that And she's got this little kit That she sells that has like All the basics and these little bottles And mm-hmm. you can put it in a key In a keychain and so She convinced me to buy one of them So I am now Into essential oils Now I don't know what to do with them but I have them just, just don't take so, them internally. You don't need to do that. They're, they're oh, you external. don't drink them. Oh, you don't drink them. Well, she, well, she said that she is going to teach me, um, and I, tell you, I couldn't have a better teacher in the world for sure. So, over time, she's going to teach me, and I'll figure, I'll figure this out. That's a weak prep of mine. Um, so, but, well, dude, this has been a, I think, an exciting show from Prepper Camp, and you're from. The home office of your work. <laughs> yep. And um, I think it was a good show. And, man, you had some great answers. And next week we'll be live back in the home office in um, Charlotte, North Carolina. And, um, again, our, our, our address is preppingacademy.com. Sign up for our mailing list or enter to win to our contest. And the drawings in two weeks. We do have Wim Fortune coming. Oh, the people I've been that we have coming up, Angry American, the author, um, is going to be on. Um, Rick Austin, the guy that put on Prep Camp, you know, Jane Austen's husband. Um, there's, a, I mean, I've got a list of like thirty. Oh, Alan Kay, the winner of of Alone. Um, he's agreed to come on to our show. He is an amazing speaker. He's been that is speak- awesome. He is actually literally like two tenths from mine in the vendor row. And the dude, I mean, he, when he talks, every, he's got the voice everyone hears. And his, yes. his, his talk here on mindset is mind-blowing. And so, hey, um, be sure to tell him I am a huge fan. I need to meet that guy. Oh, yeah, he's actually tall, or not tall. He's at least six, three, six, four. I didn't expect him. I mean, I didn't see that he was that tall on TV, but um, awesome guy. He's friendly. Everyone's coming up, taking photos with him. It's uh, it's awesome. So these cool. are some of the people, yeah, some of the people we'll have on the show in the following weeks, and we'll throw in some other good things in there as well. But um, And we'll hit Kyle's Conspiracy Theory of the Week next week. So we need, like, a theme song for that. So well, Yeah, um, we, can, we can probably come up with something. Yeah. Like it's the end of the world, as you know, but um, something like no. that. No, okay, something different. And it's part of me for singing there. I know that. Must be. We just lost half <laughs> our listeners. I know people just passed out. So, um, join us next week at Friday night, nine o'clock Eastern Standard Time. It's live next week. I think we should have some call-ins as well. We've never taken a call a caller. Because I've been, we've been too nervous to ask, to wonder what they're going to ask. So, kinda. Yeah. But, um, I mean, this is one of the don't say anything like boxers or briefs. I'm good. Fine. Right. Okay. Okay. So join us next week on the Prepping Broadcasting Network um, at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And hey, Kyle, thanks for a good show. Even though we're Many miles apart. I think we, you did a great job, and uh, we will chat with you guys next week. Definitely, guys. Y'all have a good night.
Today's broadcast has come to you through the courtesy of the Prepper Broadcasting Network. See our hosts, show schedules, archive programs, and more at PrepperBroadcasting.com. Thanks for listening. When you don't go to Geico.com, car insurance can be confusing. Like Swedish techno confusing. Bok, bok, meow, meow. Dance with me, purple cow. Bok, bok, meow, meow. Ooh, you lovely cow. Geico makes it easy. With 24-7 access, all you have to do is go to Geico.com and you could save money on car insurance. It just makes sense. Unlike, you know. Dance with me, purple cow. I like your moves. Run to Old Navy right now to get 30 to 50% off all jeans and all sweaters for everyone in the family. Pair your favorite jeans with any of Old Navy's stylish sweaters and get 30 to 50% off from top to bottom. Every pair of jeans is on sale, including Old Navy Rockstar jeans, and so are the season's best sweaters. All jeans and all sweaters are 30 to 50% off now at Old Navy or OldNavy.com. But you better hurry. This deal won't last. Run to Old Navy. Valid 11-2 to 11-8. Has your data been hacked? Do you feel uneasy about the vulnerability of your personal information online? Were you involved in the Target, LinkedIn, or Microsoft data leaks? Don't know? If not, then pay attention. Join Forrest Garvin from PrepperNet for a free webinar on privacy and security. Gain insights into safe internet browsing, VPNs, crafting online aliases, secure emails, detecting if your data has been hacked, and managing passwords. Secure your spot today for this webinar on privacy and security. It's free. This webinar delves into comprehensive strategies for bolstering your online privacy. We've got you covered from fortifying your passwords to shielding your financial information and mastering state-of-the-art encryption techniques. We're offering two convenient dates to suit your schedule. Reserve your spot now at PrepperNet.com privacy. Don't let cyber threats erode your peace of mind any longer. Take the first step toward a safer, more secure online experience by joining us for our free webinar. Remember, knowledge is power when it comes to safeguarding your privacy. Sign up now at PrepperNet.com privacy. We'll see you there.